Michael, I'm uh, glad to speak to you. I know you've been watching the progress of the war so far. Right now, the people who are anti-war uh, are simply focused on a ceasefire, ceasefire, ceasefire. It's what you hear from all of the demonstrators, the ones who interrupted the Senate hearings this morning, the ones on college campuses. Can you explain to people very directly why it is that uh, a ceasefire amounts to handing victory to Hamas? Well, the reason, Michael, why a ceasefire would be a victory not only for Hamas, but also for Iran, would be, number one, it would involve legitimizing Hamas. Number two, while we can talk in theory about humanitarian assistance flowing in to the Gaza Strip, remember, Hamas has used that humanitarian assistance, construction material, and so forth to build a web of more than 300 miles worth of tunnels. In fact, while um, some journalists say, look, the hospitals are running out of fuel, Hamas is warehousing fuel. So this would be a repeat of what we saw in North Korea, where we were providing food and heavy oil, but it wasn't going to the ordinary people. Then the question is, do you want to reward Hamas and not benefit the regular people? Do you want to make it more difficult to defeat Hamas? And we could have asked the same questions about the Islamic State or, um, uh, I mean, back when they were controlling Mosul and Raqqa and we were facing urban warfare. Do you want to give them a way out or do you want to defeat them and actually liberate the people who are, who are living under their wrath? You, you have studied Turkey a great deal, and uh, now the whole world knows that uh, Iran has been directly involved with Hamas and Hezbollah on the northern border of Israel and the Houthis in, uh, in Yemen and more. But is there a realistic possibility that Turkey would get directly involved in this war on the side of Hamas? Well, Turkey not directly involved. What Recep Tayyip Erdogan, the leader of Turkey, is doing is just playing to the street and trying to distract people from the fact that his economy is in the tank, that um, at the 100th anniversary they're, they're living much worse than they were living 20 years ago before he took power. But two weeks before the terrorist attack that launched this crisis in the Middle East, Israel in intercepted uh, chemicals, precursors, and other weaponry coming from Turkey to Hamas. In the past, Recep Tayyip Erdogan has tried to supply Hamas, if people remember the Mavi Marmara flotilla in 2010. Um, the thing to understand is that Hamas comes from a Muslim Brotherhood background. Recep Tayyip Erdogan comes from a Muslim Brotherhood background. And so intellectually, they are cousins. And even though Turks, of course, are not Arabs, uh, neither, for that matter, are Iranians, it, as you've been following the war closely. It's part of your job. Uh, how would you say uh, that matters on the ground are proceeding so far? I know today they acknowledged the IDF that two IDF soldiers had been killed. Uh, how, how do you think the war is proceeding right now? Well, certainly Hamas has been surprised by the ferocity of the assault on Gaza. In the past, there was some symbolic action that Israelis called it mowing the lawn. 
but nothing to sustain, and there's no sense, that there, there's no indication that the Israelis are going to uh, stop anytime soon. That said, urban warfare is very difficult. Um, many in Israel have been waiting after a two-day delay with no news for any word about the casualties that the Israeli Defense Force has suffered. Because remember, Israel is such a small society that everyone knows someone who is either being held hostage or has been mobilized or was killed in the terrorist attack. So if Israel had only lost two people in the situation that is far worse than what, what um, people faced when fighting the Islamic State, then that's nothing short of miraculous. Unfortunately, it appears that Israel is going to suffer much more before they rid the world of Hamas. Uh, however, they have determined that even though they will take casualties far beyond what they have um, come to expect in recent years, that the price is worth it, that they can no longer live side by side with Hamas. The uh, goal is to eradicate Hamas, this massive evil blight from the earth. Uh, is that an achievable goal, do you believe? You know, Michael, I think that is an achievable goal. Some people might say, hey, look, Hamas is a fact of life, and indeed, ever since they staged their coup against the Palestinian Authority in the Gaza Strip in 2007, they have educated um, school children and controlled the government, controlled the resources, hijacked international aid. But remember, 40-some-odd years ago, actually more like 50 years ago, we had the Khmer Rouge in Cambodia, which was a murderous group. And the world didn't simply um, wring their hands and say, hey, these guys might be killing a million people, but they're a fact of life. The simple fact is that sometimes when you're confronted by these assaults on the, inter on the liberal order, you can't let them metastasize. You've got to get rid of these groups. Israel, for too long, thought that they could kick the can down the road. Well, the road has now ended, and we're going to see Israel do what um, they feel they need to do. And uh, the possibility of a new front opening up on the north with Hezbollah, aided directly by Iran, uh, so far it's been, it hasn't exploded fully yet, has it? Well, you're absolutely right, Michael. It hasn't exploded fully. And honestly, I don't think it will yet. And the reason is, if there was ever to be an Iran-Israel war, if Israel was to strike at Iran's nuclear program, Iran's retaliation would be by using Hezbollah to launch all their missiles at Israel. Well, if, Israel, if Hezbollah goes ahead and launches all their missiles at Israel, then Iran knows, you know, from an Israeli perspective, they don't suffer any harm from actually doing what they feel needs to be done and addressing the Iranian threat much more directly. So Iran, at this point in time, I believe, is restraining Hezbollah. And uh, may that only continue. Uh, do you believe it's a matter of weeks, months, or years before there's a resolution? Well, well, put it this way. It's a matter of weeks for the active phase of this fight. But if Hamas's rule is extinguished, if the Hamas leaders or the Hamas rank and file get sent to Qatar or Malaysia or Russia or Lebanon. They're still going to be mopping up operations. And you still have a tremendously scarred psychologically population 
They have been subject to incitement for years. We're talking about a multi-decade project to repair the damage which Hamas has done in the Gaza Strip. Michael Rubin, his uh, most recent columns, which are always insightful and informative, are posted at our website at michaelmedved.com. Here at home, a warning from the FBI director just issued about the terror threat here in the United States. Uh, we will get to that and more coming up on the Medved Show. 1-800-955-1776. The Michael Medved Show. That's 1-800-955-1776. 